Hey, everybody, Elizabeth here. Before we get into today's episode, I wanted to make sure that you know registration is currently open for our Spring Strong Foundations cohort. Strong Foundations is a five-week strength building program brought to you by me and Morgan Bungers. Coach Morgan Bungers is one of the best, most effective strength training coaches in this country. He has worked with some of the most elite athletes in the world, and now he specializes working with people in their 40s, in their 50s, in their 60s who want everyday strength. And this is not about being able to push your suitcase into the overhead compartment on an airplane. We need to be consistently and effectively strength training if we want to maintain the strength of our immune system. Muscle is a critical part of our immune system. And if we are not actively maintaining our strength, we are losing it as we age. And that means we are losing the strength of our immune system. It's also a significant component of our overall metabolism, especially our carbohydrate metabolism. Muscle mass plays a huge role in energy, in mood, mental health, bone health, so many different things. This is just not optional, but a lot of us don't do it because we aren't sure what to do. We aren't sure what not to do. We aren't sure if we're moving well. We don't know how to accommodate for our physical limitations or our current level of fitness, and that is why you need a coach and you'd be hard-pressed to find one better than Morgan Bungers. Now, here's the thing about fitness programs. I've experienced this. My mom, who's in her 70s, has experienced this, where you buy a fitness program and then you're like, okay, but I I can't do that workout because I'm not fit enough or I don't have enough balance or I don't have that equipment or that hurts my knees or it hurts my back. And then you're sort of just left to figure it out yourself, which means we often don't do anything. The great thing about Strong Foundations is that Morgan and I are part of it every single day and you have an unlimited ability to ask us questions in a group setting or via direct message so that Morgan can help you scale for you, for whatever equipment you have, for the time that you have, for your fitness level, for your body and your physical limitations. Five weeks, there's two different tiers. There's a beginner intermediate tier. There's an intermediate advanced tier. The testimonials that we have received from our previous clients will blow your mind. You can check them out and also register for your spot by going to primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. Primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. If you are an alum, if you have been through strong foundations before, I've already emailed you a renewal link with a special renewal rate. So please use that. If you don't see that email, let me know. For the rest of you, primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. We start on May 13th. So grab your spot now. You will have these workouts for life. Four workouts a week for five weeks, two different tiers. So you've got 40 workouts total. Plus, there is a five-part series on your pelvic floor. That is an incredibly important part of your physical fitness, of your strength, of your core strength, of your overall health, of your ability to maintain functional mobility as you get older. We want you to be a part of this. You will not regret joining the Strong Foundations cohort. It is an incredible community. 
everybody needs to be consistently and effectively strength training. And if you're not, it's probably because you don't know how to make it work for you. And it can be made to work for you. It needs to be made to work for you. Primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation to register now. Let's get into the episode. Welcome to the Primal Potential Podcast. I am your host, Elizabeth Benton Thompson. If you want to create change in any area of your life, you're in the right place. Together, we'll explore the strategies and tools I've used to lose over 100 pounds, pay off $130,000 in debt, and become a multiple seven-figure business owner. I've supported more than 3,000 women to levels of execution and fulfillment they didn't know were possible. Together, we'll break your past patterns and eliminate the appeal of your excuses so you can get consistent, stay consistent, create the results you want, and enjoy the journey. Let's get started. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Primal Potential Podcast. We are like skin of our teeth lately, huh? Hold on a second here. Am I reading this right? We're giving away three products today? Why are you jumping the gun? We're like saying hello to people. Wow, because I'm just reading this and I'm psyched for these people right now. Hi, everybody. Hello. Come on. You gotta like, you gotta like. Well, you kind of just threw this at me and I'm like, whoa, we don't usually give three things away. There's there's some, there's a context to that. There's context to that. I was saying to the people, (sighs) I do not like to record at the last minute. And this, to me, is the very last minute. Oh, I mean, yeah, it could be midnight, but yeah. This is I'm not up at midnight. For you, yes, this is super last minute. Because I didn't want to do it myself without Chris, and... Because I am her serotonin. <laughs> okay, first of all, anybody who knows what serotonin is knows that that is not true. Serotonin is like a feel-good neurotransmitter. Ouch. <laughs> you are like my... <laughs> Um, okay, we don't got to tell people what I am then. Okay. <laughs> Legos on the floor in a dark room. <laughs> oh, man. Bare feet, too? Or are you wearing at least shoes? No, totally bare feet. Bare feet. Sunburned oh, feet. Lord. Bottoms of the feet sunburned. Anyway. Maybe the Legos are sprinkled with salt and you got minor, <laughs> minor, minor paper cuts on the bottom of your feet. We're going to add that, too. Maybe a little lemon juice. Anyway. Hi, everybody. Uh, hi. Okay. So, yes, this is late for me. I prefer to be, like days ahead and just with Roman stuff and and just trying to get things done in life this is this is a late night babies in bed episode airs tomorrow but it actually works out nicely because actually today the day we're recording this Friday I posted something I actually just shared it with Chris when he got home uh, from work a little bit earlier I posted something in the primal potential Facebook group and I said to them I was like I'm posting this here because a it's a closed group not just any random on the internet can weigh in on it um, and I said, I think I'm going to share it on the podcast. Given the response that it got, we're definitely going to talk about it for a couple minutes. So if you're not a part of the Primal Potential Facebook group, please join us there. It's an incredible community. It's super, super supportive. And I posted there and just said, like, all right, real talk. <laughs> uh, things have been tough for me emotionally. And I know I've talked about that, but I kind of had a moment a couple days ago where I said to Chris, like, I just don't feel... I don't feel like I'm doing what I need to do for my myself and my health. And I think a lot of that is um, like depression related. Very, and very well could be. Yeah. And I, you know, I don't say that. And I said this in the post, like this is not a pity party. I, I you know, 
I know that I am very, very fortunate and I know that I am so blessed to have Roman and I am blessed to have a career that I love and, and family and, you know, all of those things. And also the last 18 months have been like a Mack truck that not only hit me, it ran me over and it feels like it keeps backing up over me. Mm. Um, just because, you know, you guys will read a lot of it when Tools for the Trenches comes out because in the prologue I share a little bit of our of our story related to Dagny, but just in the aftermath of that and like the world being crazy and how that's impacted my relationships um, and then getting pregnant again and, and just so many different things. I, I don't feel like I've been doing what I need to do for myself. And I, while I can acknowledge I'm doing really well in a lot of areas, and I feel great about how I'm doing as a mom. And I feel great about how I'm doing in my business even, though that season has changed a lot. I just feel like I can do a lot more for myself. So anyway, go read the full post in the Primal Potential Facebook group. But the gist of it, the like high-level overview of it is that a couple weeks ago, I was virtually attending um, Amare's like annual educational summit. And they were talking about how so many people, for many different reasons, feel how I feel right now because of changes in their home, changes in their job, changes to their social life, and changes to the way that they've cared for themselves. And like people are just, not everybody, not everybody for sure, but a lot of people are feeling kind of crappy oh, yeah. for a number of reasons. And maybe they've put on weight or they've been drinking more than normal or they haven't been working out regularly or they're not as close to their families or their friends or whatever. And so on this Amari Summit, they were talking about this challenge that they were putting together for people to eat a little better, move a little more, um, do random acts of kindness, and also supplement in a specific way that helps to promote your neurotransmitters, dopamine, serotonin, the things that make you feel good. And I got immediately turned off by it when I when I heard them call it the happy challenge because I was like, mm. that's lame. And I am not a like cheesy rah-rah kind of person. So I totally shut it down. And then the other day when I was reflecting after telling Chris that I just just feel like I've kind of let myself down a little bit. Um, and I'm not beating myself up for it. I'm just really looking at what I can do differently. And as I was thinking about that, I, I, I thought of this moment where I had been listening to this thing that I totally agreed with up until the point that they called it the freaking happy challenge. And then I turned off and I was like, that's because your walls are up. And that's because anything that feels kind of like lighthearted or connected or like togetherness, you're like, meh. So I, so I said to myself, all right, I'm going to do it. And then I posted kind of how I was feeling a little bit more in that Holy moly, wheels. I don't know if you guys can hear that, but that was a jackass. Yeah, someone in a pickup truck thought they were cool spinning their two-wheel drive anyway, tires. Um, read the full post because I share a little bit more about kind of what's been going on for me and, and what I want to do differently. Um, and that I was committing to this, I think, cheesily named challenge. And I, I asked people in the Facebook group, you know, if this is something that speaks to you, let me know. If it's not, that's fine too. And hundreds of people have said, I'm down for it. Yeah. So all that to say to Chris is like, holy crap, we're giving away three products. Yes, we're giving away the three products that coincide with this challenge. And that is Energy Plus, Edge, and Mentabiotics. Yeah. And Mentabiotics is the probiotic blend that I've talked about before that supports um, like mood 
and those are strains that are not typically found in over the in probiotics that support digestion and immunity and stuff. So we're going to announce the winner at the end. Somebody's getting that. And if you want to join me in this challenge because you can relate in one way or another to what I've shared, just head over to, well, you can DM me and I'll tell you all about it. Or you can head over to the Primal Potential Facebook group. Yeah. And, and if anybody wants an invite to the party. Um, what party? The pity party. Shut up. They can email me. <laughs> oh, my God. Anyway, so that's um, what we're giving away today. We'll announce the winner at the end of the show. Let's I'm, get on I'm questions. <laughs> You're funny. Let's get on with the questions before the baby wakes up. All right. Elizabeth, you talked about spending three to five minutes daily with your goals. What are your goals right now? Is it weird that this question makes me a little, like, cringy? Um, but here's why. Because I feel kind of weird, like, telling people what my goals are. But I will. It's but you obviously know what? Here. It's good for accountability. They always say, tell someone else your goals and you can achieve them. Something like that. I've heard something like that. Something like that. <laughs> so it says Chris. Tell, tell Chris your goals, everybody. Tell, tell me your goals. Tell Chris your goals. And I'll hold you accountable to them. Um, so I have goals for a bunch of different areas of my life. I have a specific goal right now for the amount of passive income I want to have within the next 12 months um, that is substantially higher than the passive income that I have now. And that's income that if I were hit by a bus, like it would keep coming. Um, I have a goal in terms of when I want to have the draft of my third book completed. Uh, I have a goal of wanting to get pregnant by a certain time frame. Brown chicken, brown cow. Yeah, there's that. Um, before we go do it artificially with no brown chicken, brown cow. Well, it looks like the brown chicken, brown cow better work. <laughs> anyway, um, there are going to be people who haven't heard that. They're going to be like, what? There's a chicken and a cat nothing. It's okay. Trace Adkins got a song. Listen to it. Brown chicken, brown cow. <laughs> um, and then, you know, I have absolutely some weight loss goals, but those are are more challenging than they've ever been before because a I'm breastfeeding and I find that like when I make certain changes to my diet it affects my milk supply and I'm like ah uh. and you're trying to get pregnant and blah blah <laughs> right, blah right. Like all these things that are not conducive right but I like. absolutely <laughs> yeah I absolutely have a weight loss goal but right now it's I'm doing this 30 days of you know moving for 30 minutes every day following a particular diet which for me means not having sugar doing random acts of kindness, which today made somebody feel very special, and that made me feel really wonderful. It's magical how that really lifts your mood. Um, it is. And then the supplements. So next question. Next question. How do I make lasting changes without making myself miserable? So misery shouldn't even, like, if misery is part of the equation here, you are so far off in either what you are doing or how you are thinking about it. Like the biggest thing that I see, okay, if you guys didn't go through the questions challenge with me, I didn't, I don't even know if you know this. Wait, I did this I questions don't. challenge in September where every single day in the Facebook group, I shared a question. One of the questions would be super, super powerful here. And um, that question is, what needs to change so that I look forward to doing what needs to be done? And I think the reason that that question resonated with so many people is because especially when it comes to things like food and exercise, people associate it with just misery, like this person says. Because um, generally, something like building a business isn't going to be something that makes people miserable. But like weight loss seems to make a lot of people miserable. And what I would say is, what needs to change in your process so that you look forward to doing what needs to be done? I also created a PDF of 75 questions. If you go to my Instagram profile, it's like when you click the link in my profile, it's the first thing there. Um, or you can DM me and I'll send you the link. But 75 questions, there's also an expanded audio version of that where I go through each of the 75 questions and give examples of like how I use it in my life. But 
what needs to change? Like maybe you're trying to make a degree of change from where you are now that you're not ready for. And so the misery comes from the fact that you're expecting more from yourself than you're ready to deliver right now. It doesn't mean that you won't ever be ready, but like think back to stories that I've shared before in changes that I've made. Like when I first started working out, you guys, I literally, my expectation of myself was that I had my treadmill on the lowest speed, which I think was one mile an hour, I think. And if I was watching a TV show in the evening, I would essentially be standing on the treadmill barely moving, right? At that point, something like joining a CrossFit gym would have been far beyond what I was willing to do. I was certainly able because you can scale any workout, make it work for you, but you know, I wasn't ready. So What is a small change that you're willing to do right now? And also, how can you change your perspective? Like you can, I've met tons of people that are like, oh my God, I have to work out. And then I've met tons of people who are like, I'm so legit grateful that I get to do this. I get to do this. My friend Morgan, I've talked about him before. He has the world's only exclusively online CrossFit gym. And he's seriously one of the top three CrossFit coaches that I've ever, ever known. Um, And he started his gym because his dad went from an enthusiastic marathon runner to terminally ill in a matter of months and was in a wheelchair. And so Morgan always says, we get to do this. We get to do this. So how do you either need to change your approach and or your perspective so it doesn't make you miserable? Because if it's making you miserable, it's not a sign of like the change. It's a sign of how you're approaching the change that you need to level up. Yeah, definitely make yourself a little uncomfortable. If you get to the level of misery, you're, you're never going to be consistent. Yeah, you definitely overshot your shot Yeah. What you do. And here's the thing, uncomfortable can be positive. Like you can yeah. enjoy oh, it being uncomfortable. And I think a lot of that comes down to how you see it. Mhm. I just started back at the gym not long ago. High five. It is it's uncomfortable at a lot of classes. I mean, I but still, you like it. Like I, you yeah. feel good about doing something positive for yourself. I know the longer workouts are not my forte, but I, when we're moving weight around, I can still move weight around. So yeah. I'm not completely out of my element, but I'll lag when it comes to the actual workout. Yeah, that's okay. So What's the next question, buddy? All right. Can you discuss the nuanced differences between things like intentional versus controlling? Check. Scheduled versus rigid. Yes. Focused versus inflexible. Spontaneous versus impulsive. She says, I'm currently doing 75 hard and chasing cupcakes. Chasing Whoa. cupcakes. Easy for you to say. <laughs> There's All a right, lot of S's. I'm hearing a lot of S's. I'm currently doing 75 hard and chasing cupcakes has been so critical to my mental toughness and discipline. But I was listening to podcasts this morning that was discussing how moms often become so hyper-focused on being perfect in every parenting, in parenting, that it makes their kids' family, or uh, kids or family (laughs) miserable and takes a lot of joy and fun out of life. Okay. And 75 hard is hard. Okay. So this person wants me to discuss the nuanced differences between intentional, controlling, scheduled, rigid. We're going to get back to that in a second. But... The, the discussion of how moms become so hyper-focused on being perfect in parenting, it makes their family miserable. Okay, I talk about the word perfect a lot. It's manufactured. There is no such thing as perfect. What perfect is, is an imaginary standard that you invented 
There is no like universal, this is what perfect means. It is entirely manufactured in your own mind. And so therefore, it doesn't really exist. And better yet, perfect is not required, right? Perfect is not required. And I would love to, I, I don't know what this podcast was that this person was listening to, but I would love to talk to any mom who believes that it is perfect or it is possible to be a perfect parent. Like, do you, as a dad, do you think it's possible to be a perfect parent? I've met my mother. (laughs) (laughs) Hi, Diane. (laughs) And does that mean yes, it's possible? I don't think anything. I don't think perfection is attainable by anybody. But the pursuit of perfection is very much there. I'm not not after perfect, but you you go get perfect. I'm not saying that. You know, but I'm saying anyone can pursue perfection. Yes, absolutely. That's not a, that doesn't mean it's going to make you happy. Right. Well, I don't believe – I think there are a lot of parents trying to do well and that that in their approach can make their family miserable. But I don't think it has anything to do with the pursuit of perfection because that just ain't real. And I think most of us know that there ain't no perfect parent out there or perfect anything. All right. So let's get back to – because this comes down to how you feel about what you do. The nuanced differences between intentional versus controlling, scheduled versus rigid, focused versus inflexible, and spontaneous versus impulsive. Intentional versus controlling. When I think about this, we just did a um, podcast on being intentional versus being impulsive. And when I think about intentional, the example I gave was, I don't know if you remember this, Chris, you, you weren't part of the podcast that I recorded, but I was talking about we were driving home from somewhere and we were crossing over... Um, like the Quaker Meeting House where Sam uh, Lambert's and Stop and Shop, whatever it was. Anyway, yeah. And uh, I said, I I would love some ice cream. And you asked if if we wanted to stop at Stop and Shop. And I said, no. Because yes, I wanted ice cream, but I didn't want... Any ice cream. No, I wasn't going to have ice cream, even though I wanted ice cream. And in that moment, as I debated it, because you would have been happy to stop, I was like, it's an impulsive decision. And I have nothing against having ice cream, but I would prefer to be intentional about it. Now, the difference between intentional versus controlling is there are going to be times when we make unscheduled or impulsive decisions, and that's fine. It goes back to that notion that the goal is not perfection. When I think about the difference of being intentional versus impulsive, in fact, when I think about just anything... I'm looking for like 80, 20, 90, 10 compliance. And I think when we look at intentional versus controlling, controlling is that pursuit of like, it has to be right all the time. And for me, that is not what I'm going for. But also, whether you're 80, 20, 90, 10, or shooting for 100, it's how you approach it. You can have standards that you don't want to deviate from and not be rigid, right? You can have standards that you don't want to deviate from and not get insane about things that come up that might mess with your your plan. And the same thing is true when we talk about scheduled versus rigid. I have a general plan for my day. And I also know that my day almost never goes according to plan, but the schedule helps me kind of move from one thing to the next and not waste time, especially with a four-month-old. Like, I can absolutely say, like, I would have loved to have gotten this podcast done yesterday. In fact, that was my plan to record it yesterday. That was on the schedule. But by the time my meetings wrapped up, 
and we had family dinner. Uh, it just yeah. wasn't going to happen. And then when we got home from family dinner, we absolutely could have done it last night, but I was really, really tired and I didn't want to do a podcast tired. So scheduled, but not rigid. Things are going to come up. And I really believe, as I said, with intentional versus controlling, that's mostly in your attitude about it. Focused versus inflexible. I think all of these are very much the same. The same answer applies to, to all of them. Today, I was working on something that I really wanted to get done, and I had to take a call from the pediatrician that I wasn't planning to do this afternoon. So I was focused, but I'm not so inflexible to be like, well, I either can't do this work block at all because the pediatrician might call, or I can't take a call from the pediatrician because I'm doing this thing. I can be focused, but also flexible. And then spontaneous versus impulsive, for me, comes down to, is this in an area of my goal? And how does it look in terms of kind of 80-20? If I've been impulsive with food three or four times this week, good reason to not be impulsive. But at the same time, if it's in an area where I'm not trying to be disciplined and I want to have a little impulsivity, like in my relationship, if you spontaneously said like, hey, let's go for a drive and look at houses. Wasn't on the plan, but there's no reason in the world for me to not be spontaneous and do that because whatever I was doing, you know, can wait. So I think a lot of it is, are you thinking that it has to be this way all the time? Or are you open and accepting to 80, 20, 90, 10? And what's your attitude about it? One thing that I think I grew in, an area that I grew in after Dagny died was just like, what really matters and what doesn't? And if I said I was going to write this email today and it doesn't get done today, like I'm no longer, oh my gosh, I didn't get this done. It doesn't matter. One of the other questions in that questions PDF that I made available, you can click the link in my profile. It's right there. Just message me and I'll send you the link. One of the questions is, does the amount of attention or energy or emotion I'm giving this match its importance? Does the amount of attention, energy, or emotion I'm giving this match its importance? And, you know, you just got to catch yourself when you're freaking out over something that really doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You want to say who won our three pa- – actually, this winner I selected for a very specific reason – they seem like a very impressive person. This winner is the one who alerted me to the asshat who stole my podcast and started putting it out under a different... Well, this sounds like favoritism. It, it absolutely is. I am grateful this person reached out to me late at night to say, hey, I wanted to alert you that somebody stole your show title and your episode titles and is airing like crazy stock news and, like, and yes, raising money. Clippets. Raising money under the name Primal Potential, like putting it in their pocket, basically. So this this person, like, totally 100% gets, like, the uh, A-plus Star of the Week award and these, these yes, three supplements. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Tattletail. <laughs> we appreciate it. Uh, so our winner is at Coaching Beyond Cancer. Which um, I just think is I'm, awesome. I think that is awesome. I really hope that's the Zodiac sign and not the big C. But either way, thank you so much. You're uh, incredible. I really, really appreciate you helping me out this week and alerting us to what was going on with this asshat. Um, yes. I didn't know we could say things like ass on this. I, I ought to be so more liberal with swears. <laughs> no, you can't. Done. You already opened no. the floodgates. <laughs> no. Damn. Shit. <laughs> stop. Stop. 
Jeez Louise. Good God. Uh, we're stopping this recording right now. Because Everybody have a great week. <laughs> we'll talk to you soon, guys. Message me if you want the link or you want to join this um, October October feel happier and be happier and be healthier kind of thing we're doing. And now you know Elizabeth's got a potty mouth. Ay, ay, ay. It's a name. Anyway, goodbye, guys. Have a <laughs> Bye, great everyone. night. Thanks so much for listening to today's show. If you enjoyed it, make sure to take a few seconds to leave a rating and review on whatever platform you're listening. It not only supports the show in a huge way, but it also automatically enters you into our weekly product giveaway. For more tools, tips, and strategies on creating change, check out my first book, Chasing Cupcakes, and follow me on Instagram at Elizabeth Benton. Remember, every choice is a chance, and I'll see you next time. Hey, Houston, Con's prices are invincible. That means prices have been cut low, as in amazingly low, as in won't be beat. In fact, we're backing it up with our low price guarantee. Invincible prices on appliances, furniture, electronics, mattresses, and more. Not invincible enough for you? How about free next-day delivery on appliances, TVs, and mattresses? And payment options for everyone, whether you have good credit or building. Visit Con's today and find out what invincible feels like.